empty again. Sunken down so far. In our scriptures today, in our, in our gospel that we just heard, we hear Jesus say a number of times in that scripture. He says, Holy Father, keep them in your name. He says, I protected them in your name. I guarded them. And then he goes on to say, keep them from the evil one. He says, They belong to the world no more than I belong to this world. They belong to the world no more than than I belong. Meaning Christ is saying, "I I come from You, Father. And this is important for us all to remember is that we have come also from God. We've come from God. We were given our lives by God. We exist in this world but we've we got to remember where we came from, otherwise we start making a home in this world. We're pilgrims on a journey. This isn't meant to be a uh, home. It really isn't. You know, we are sojourners. We're on a journey. We're on a pilgrimage. And as we go through this life, you know, we have our ups and our downs. And we have our experiences that are good and our experiences that are bad. But it's in the midst of all of the stuff that goes on in your daily lives and my daily life that we need to keep in mind this basic truth that we come from God, that we belong to God. And there's a scripture I wanted to read from Philippians that you might have, you know, we often hear this scripture at, at funerals as a reminder to all of us. It says, See, that's why I use these tabs and it doesn't seem to be working. Here we go. It says here, But we are citizens of the state which is in heaven. Our homeland. We are citizens of the homeland which is in heaven. And from it, we also earnestly and patiently await the coming of the Lord Jesus as Savior who will transform and fashion anew the body of our humiliations to conform to and be like the body of His glory and majesty. Meaning, we are citizens of heaven, we live on this earth, and yet we await God's transformation of each of us. We're baptized into Christ. We're consecrated in Christ. That's what that, the, the Gospel says. He says, consecrate them in truth. Consecrate them in truth. Another word for truth in the Greek is reality. Consecrate my people, God, in the reality so that they can live out of that reality. You live, your, our actions flow from the reality we believe in. So we have to question is what I'm believing, is it reality? And it's tempting for us all to forget that we're citizens of heaven sometimes, that we only look at what we see with our human eyes, our natural eyes. But through baptism, we have the spiritual eyes. We have a vision to see that we come from God the Father. We come from heaven. We were created through the Word. And Jesus came to earth to remind us of that basic call, that basic teaching. Through baptism, 
We left Egypt. The world is Egypt. What did the Israelites do? They were in Egypt, right? And as they were in Egypt, they started acting like Egyptians. They weren't Egyptians. They were Israelites. Yet they started to dress like Egyptians. They wore clothes that the Egyptians started to wear. Their behaviors began to be conformed to the Egyptian way of living. And God said, that's not who you are. You're Israelites. You're my chosen people. I don't want you looking like Egypt. And so what did he do? He rose up, right, Moses, to pull them out of Egypt. And they had to go through this purification in the desert. They had to be purified of Egypt, detoxed. God has to detox us. He has to take us out of Egypt. And there's always a part of us that wants to go back to Egypt. And it's in all of us. And the Bible calls it the old self. So through baptism, you know the Red Sea, when the Israelites were pulled out of Egypt, they were called out of Egypt, the Passover, they through the Passover, they were delivered from the Egypt lifestyle, and they went through the desert right to the Red Sea. And they passed through the Red Sea. That's a symbol for us of baptism. When you were baptized, you went through the Red Sea. You left Egypt. You left this world. You realize now that you're on pilgrimage, that you're on a journey to heaven, that you're here for one reason, to serve and love God and communicate God to each other, to your families, to your friends. But we are going through that Red Sea through baptism. Now, what's at the bottom of the Red Sea? Egypt. God drowned them all. He, he drowned all, the, all those who were after. Notice Egypt was chasing the Israelites. Her, or not Herod, but the Pharaoh sent out chariots to chase the Egyptians. How many feel here and here you're being chased by the world sometimes? Huh? You want to be free. But it's kind of like, you know, I almost brought a bunch of duct tape out here and was going to just put it all over me. You know how you get something on you and you just can't get it off? Sometimes it's like, get it, get it off. Sometimes we feel like that in the world. We, get, we pick up this toxic way of thinking. We pick up toxic behaviors, toxic thoughts. We pick up a way of living that is fear-filled, anxious, anxiety, stress, worry. We almost feel guilty when we're not worrying. I'm supposed to worry. I'm supposed to be worrying about something. It's like, you know, it's kind of like worrying's like a cigarette, you know? You just got to have your head of worry, right? But then when you stop smoking, what happens? You don't know what to do with your hand. You're like, I'm used to having a cigarette, but I don't know what to do now. When you don't worry, it's because you're living in the promise of your baptism. You're living in the Father's love. You know you're provided for. You know you're cared for. You know you're loved. You know you're accepted. You know you're special. And then you don't look for that in Egypt anymore. You don't need to find pleasure in Egypt, in the world, because you have the pleasure of being loved just as you are. You don't need to wear the, you know, like the Egyptians, you know. They had to wear all this, like, wild hairdos, and, you know, they had the gold and the earrings, and they were all, like, decked out. And we can be ourselves when we're baptized, because Egypt has been washed from us through baptism. 
Now, it's a re- that, that reality that I'm telling you about, that's truth, that's truth. That reality is a process. It's not, I'm saved. We're all, we're saved. We're done. That's it. Pack your books up. Go ahead, guys. You can go home. You're saved. You don't got to come to church anymore. You've been saved. No, it's, it's a process. It's a day-to-day process to stay out of Egypt. And that's what Jesus is saying in the Gospel today. That's why He's saying, Holy Father, please keep them in Your name. Let them stay focused on the reality that You are their source. You are their love. You are the provider. You are everything. You're the one who says they're special. And then He says, protect them. Guard them. Then He says, you know, why does He say this? I speak this in the world so that they may share My joy completely. Share my joy completely. We're called to be joy givers. We're called to be a people that gives God's love, God's joy to all those we meet. But if our mind's in Egypt, we're going to be always living in this fear and worry and slavery. Right? The Egyptians were enslaved in Egypt. It wasn't an easy life in Egypt. But you've got to conform our minds to the truth. We have to update the files, huh? Update the file. You're not in, you were baptized. You aren't in Egypt anymore. You're not Egyptians. You are children of the living God. You're citizens of heaven. You're called to follow the way. The way of Christ. And another Scripture that kind of came to mind, it kind of fits right along with this is, Romans 12, it says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed, changed, by the renewal of your mind, by its new ideals, new attitudes, so that you may prove yourselves what is good and acceptable, perfect, the perfect will of God. Right? Be transformed by the renewal of our minds. we got to conform our beliefs to God's Word. That's why He says, Father, I've given them Your Word. Meaning, I'm telling you the Word of God. You are children of God. You are sons and daughters of God. God loves you. You are citizens of heaven. You've been baptized. Egypt has been washed away. But there's still a part of us that wants to go back sometimes to Egypt. Take the Israelites, right? They passed through the Red Sea. Then what happened? Well, Moses went up to get the Ten Commandments and before you know it, he comes down and and uh, Aaron, who was set in charge over the Israelites, the peop- Moses was gone for a while, okay? And so the Israelites are at the base of the mountain where Moses went up to get the Ten Commandments. So at the base, you know, according to these Israelites, it's like there's clouds, there's thunder, God's speaking. Moses went up into the clouds. And, and as far as they know, well, Moses is gone. God ate him. He's gone. Because, see, their understanding of God was this vengeful, like, they lived in Egypt. They knew what it was to be, oh, they knew what it was to be enslaved. And they, this, this, the gods are, like, going to consume us and eat us if we don't do. And so, they see Moses go into the clouds, like, God ate Moses. He's gone. It didn't work. It didn't work. So what do they do? Aaron's like, all right, give me all your earrings, all of your gold. They throw it in the pot and... Out pops a golden calf. That's what they say. 
out pops this calf and they start to worship again the way they did in Egypt. There's times in our lives where we don't feel like it's working. Prayer's not working. It's not working for me. I, I just feel like, Lord, I feel stuck. I don't feel like anything's happening. I feel you know, like I'm in a dry place. Nothing's working. Nothing's moving. I don't feel like I'm in the... I don't feel like a citizen of heaven. What you feel doesn't determine reality. Reality is reality regardless of what I feel. I can feel all I want that this is a, this is a Big Fred's pizza and start chewing on it. What I feel has no bearing on the reality of what is. What is is that you are children of God whether you feel like it or not. There's a part of you that's always going to feel drawn back to Egypt. That's part of the purification process that every one of us go through. But we hold fast to the Word of God and we stand on the firm foundation of God's Word. I'm a believer in Jesus. I stand on His Word. He loves me. He forgives me. I'm in this world and I'm done worrying. I'm not smoking that stuff anymore. Egypt is not what I want to be a part of. I'm not Egypt. I'm going to start living and thinking and acting in accordance with the truth. Not with all of the stuff out in the world that's saying, you know, buy this mayonnaise and you'll be the happiest person in the world. It's like all these commercials. You know, wear this, you'll be very happy. You know, make... Make $5,000 a week. Do you ever see those, those things on the internet? You make $5,000 a week. Do this and you'll be like, boom. You'll be happy as forever. No. It's in living in the reality of Jesus Christ and what He's done for us and what He continues to do for us. Freedom is a state of being. It's a state of living. It's a state of existence that I step into. Kind of like, you know, i got to step into... Reality, like those shoes, that's Jesus' sandals. I gotta step into them. I gotta walk in His truth. It's gotta get in my veins, in my blood. It's gotta intoxicate me. I have to start to be intoxicated by God's love. And then I bring the kingdom to the people in the world. I don't let the world suck me into it. I suck the world into God. I bring the world into God. I don't let the world bring me out of God. I bring the world into God. And that's what it means to evangelize, to live in this world and proclaim this gospel message. The Lord has set His throne in heaven. Set it. Cement. Firm. It's set. In place. No one's getting it. Set. Your place is set in heaven. I've gone and prepared a place for you, he said, and I'll come back and get you. And while we're on pilgrimage, on journey, yes, you're going to have your ups and downs. You're going to feel, as you all do at times, and myself, that I don't know where God's at. Well, that's part of the brokenness of our experience. Jesus felt alone. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? What he felt, he didn't give way to. He felt abandoned, but he didn't. Say, oh, I'm abandoned. I, I believe what I'm feeling. I'm abandoned. We believe truth, not feelings. Faith in feelings leads to a, a, a crazy life. It's just all over the place. Faith in a firm truth 
stable. We don't build our house on shifty sand. We build our house on rock. God's Word. So, sounds like the, the Lord's saying, okay, the little ones are like, that's it. <laughs> Father Michael, another day, you'll finish this Bible next week. <laughs> Praise God. I could go on forever. Did you get the idea, right? <laughs> you guys get it? Just live it. Try this for a day. Try not to worry for a day and just be like, God's going to take care of everything. I'm just trusting. I'm going to walk in that reality. And start to experience what, what that actually does. Like, what's it going to hurt to give it a shot? Give it a shot. Put down those cigarettes that Egypt wants you to buy. Put them down. And it, you'll, you'll start your day and you'll at first be like, I don't know what to do with my hands. I'm used to smoking. Egypt stuff. But today I'm not. I'm going to walk in the freedom. I'm just going to be a child of God. Here I am. And people out there will notice something about you different. Egyptians recognize someone when they're free. You have a peace about you that you didn't have when you were living like Egypt. You have a peace that the world cannot give you. And that peace is heaven's peace. And everyone in the world is hungry for real peace. Real peace. Not peace that fluctuates with the stock market, but a peace that's steadfast. My love is everlasting, steadfast. And one day you're going to fail, one day you get well, you get up, you fall. It doesn't matter. God's love's not going to change. It's not going to change like the stock market does. God's love is forever steadfast. So as we continue to anchor ourselves here, and receive Him. Let's take Him and His way of thinking and His approach to life out there and draw others into Him. So I lay at your feet All my brokenness I carry all of my burdens to you of all of these things held up in vain no reason no rhyme just the scars that
Let me go. Oh. 